All right. Well, that absolutely sucked. Welcome in to the PHNX Rising post game show. Appreciate everyone joining us. Um, late start, rising at a late start. Really thought the entire match was so late that, yeah, man, they literally left one goal uh, when it really didn't even matter at that point. Um, Phoenix Rising had a disastrous uh, offensive attack, really, well, lack thereof, not the entire game. Uh, gave away a really sloppy uh, back pass from Motriare to, you know, kind of gifted New Mexico a goal. Um, then Greg Hurst spiraling down second half. John Stenberg absolutely wipes him out. Penalty, boom, New Mexico, two goals on there. From that point, it's pretty much sealed. What this means means a number of things. Number one, Phoenix Rising will not be hosting a home playoff match. Certainly not in first, the first round. Their first round, and it's going to be a you know low seed at this point. They'd be essentially either the fifth or the sixth seed out in the West. Number two, it means that Rising's eight match unbeaten streak comes to a close. Number three, uh, you know this well. Uh, this loss for Rising was advantageous for New Mexico. Puts them in eighth for now. Is not guaranteed. Depends on next week goes, but. All that being said, Phoenix Rising, um, right, still in playoffs. Uh, they will not be hosting at home. Uh, we'll get into this. I know more later, but at the moment, it's going to be looking at either San Antonio, OC, or San Diego. Um, man, that's it's not even trying to look ahead right now. We have this match to talk about. And uh, Owen, that match sucked, man. That was tough. Right. Well, I'll, I'll just kind of open up a little bit behind the scenes please, right here. Please. Just, um, sometimes I think. People don't always know what, what we do to prepare for shows, right? Today I went out and I just threw a water bottle against the floor. Um, that's how I felt. I need to that's get not, that. That's not a euphemism, by the way. That, that, that one very much Before happened. we got on yeah. the show and start breaking this one down, because <sighs> that's what we witnessed. We witnessed an atrocious, atrocious display. I'm sorry. We need to be realistic, right? I, we've had conversations with... Um, with Juan after the game, yeah. look, I'm not going to go in on him in this case because I understand where he's coming from. I understand why he has to give certain messages. I understand why he has to play that game of we've got to be positive. We've got to understand. And World Ball did not hit the small child, Reese. Don't don't start this. Don't start these accusations now. I'm Damn happy it, to say that it did not hit a small child. <laughs> this is scandalous uh, accusations here. But I understand why he has to say positive things. I understand why he has to come out and say, look, we... We still get it. We still know what, you know, we can't abandon the plan after a thing like this. And I get that. You don't want to reinvent the wheel, right? But but tonight, you had a team that that ultimately took five shots all game. Five shots. Two of them on target. Two of them on target. Garbage. Two of them on target. I'm sorry. It's not good enough. That's not, that's why you lose a game, right? And I know people, um, I haven't read too, too much of the chat, so... If you guys were, were venting, venting about this earlier, and I know a lot of people were venting in person here at the stadium about the referees, but we'll get into that later, right? But Rising didn't lose a match because of the referees. Rising lost the match today because, quite frankly, they showed up too little, too late, didn't ultimately come out, I think, and and show the, the fight for 90 minutes that they required in order to come up in a game like this that is a massive game in terms of... I, I'm sorry, right? Some of, some of you guys in the chat will talk stuff about how, you know, oh, well, they're not real rivals or whatever. No, no, no. Let's be real here. You will not find a Phoenix Rising fan that does not hate New Mexico. End of story. End of story, right? And I thought that from previous games earlier in the season that this was understood. I thought that it was understood that uh, this team really, you know, you, they don't like each other, right? These teams do not like each other. Tonight, I feel like New Mexico wanted it more. Now, Rising, yes. Do they come out and show fight late in the game? Yeah, they do. Right? I'm not going to knock them for that. They do show fight late in the game. 
But where is it earlier in the game? Why are they? I mean, Juan has said it himself, right? Are they are they being aggressive enough in the final third? No, no, they're not. That's why you're taking five shots, five shots, ninety minutes, five shots, five shots. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. There's 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 a lot. Um, before before it, listen. It's pretty obvious, right? Uh, Easy Sports Guy said this earlier in the chat. Not a happy episode, I'm assuming. It's not. Uh, not at all. Um, we Rising actually had as many shots as Manuel Artiaga had fouls that's, conceded. That's absolutely wild. We have more fun stats for you guys. Um, how about them D-backs, Carl says? Uh, how about them? D yes, you know, that is a positive note. Uh, we are pro PHNX D-backs podcast. Man, we wish, like, got D-backs, you guys scored, was it 11 runs, 12 runs? I think it was 11 runs. Either way, it was double-digit runs. You could have given us like a couple of those runs. Maybe the currency for goals is somewhere in there. I don't know. Uh, would have been nice. Would have helped. But um, listen, it's going to be a tough episode. We're going to get through it together. I do want to shout out everyone in the chat um, for whether you're positive, whether you're negative, whether you're whatever. This is what makes this uh, this cool. So I really do appreciate you guys joining us. We really do both appreciate that. Let's make sure that does not get lost in there. Uh, Racer Dog 88, I saw you earlier. Said he popped in OGs, helping to mellow you out. I'm not even at the ad transitions. I just appreciate that one. For me, means a lot. Um, Sile, I did see you earlier. You put a, a $5 sticker. I do want to thank you and shout you out for that. Uh, apologies. I know that happened right when we went live, but that is freaking awesome. Thank you for the star. I think that was a sticker. Really do appreciate that. It's been a, it's been a tough night. It's been a tough night with everything going got on. got David Beckham in the chat. We, oh, dear. Are you kidding me, Dave? I actually started the doc documentary. Uh, disappointed indeed, but did you catch my Netflix documentary? Yes, I literally started watching it this morning. Um, we're not going to talk about England. Owen's already upset enough. Um, yeah, we're not going there. Um, no, we're not. We have some stats that are not really fun, but they are stats. Uh, we don't have our, I don't believe it, we have our fancy graphics because, well, guys, for a peek behind the curtain of what we do at PH Next, we have literally been doing five, was it five different shows from literally five different five locations. locations? Sun Devils going from Illegal Pete's, Wildcats going from uh, LA uh ph next coyotes going from tucson we're going from here and ph next d-backs is going from in studio so we don't have those graphics for you appreciate you guys bearing with us there's a lot of crap going on but here's the numbers for you goals you already know phoenix rising loss there you go shots five to eight in favor of new mexico as owen said shots on goal two shots on goal for phoenix rising not good Three enough. Not for new mexico good enough. listen you can make the case that new mexico was not lethal in attack and Fair to a point, but like again, they wanted more. They made their chances count. Whether it was give route to them or not, they're the ones walking out with a victory. That's how we go. XG, this is pretty darn telling. Rising 0.41, New Mexico 1.33. That is a whole, almost a whole goal difference in XG. For those of you who are XG nerds or even have heard us talk about it a little bit, you usually don't hear those disparities. That is actually quite staggering. That a whole goal difference. And of course, for possession. 60 for rising, 40 for New Mexico. You got to love that useless possession. But the one stat that I think reigns supreme over all of them, stat I can read in the background, please correct me if I'm wrong, but there was a foul called. The whistle was blown for a foul every two minutes and 47 seconds. 53 seconds. Okay. And there were 20 fouls on rising, 12 on New Mexico. For those of you doing math, that's 32 fouls. A Foul is called less than every three minutes. Yep. Owen, what the heck is that? Please. I know you were telling me before we started. Let's go. Let's go. It's We got to hear it. To me, Alihio Araguin today, the referee has ruled himself out of playoff contention. I think that he showed tonight a 
an overall performance right and again i'll get into this one right again please just note this everyone i i I want to emphasize this as much as possible. Phoenix Rising lost this game today because Phoenix Rising was not good enough. Um, Elijo in the middle was not good enough either. Uh, but he did not, uh, to me, result in... Uh, Rising shot themselves in the foot themselves, okay? Um, however, what I saw from him, uh, if I had to analyze it a little bit, was 90 minutes of the lowest bar you've ever seen for fouls. That is fine to a degree, right? To have a low bar, I understand it. I understand the nerves around a game that is sometimes quite uh, quite contentious, sometimes boils over quite a bit. But what he did is he put himself in a corner that he could then not get himself out of. When you go at that level, when you go low, that low for so long, and you decide you can go that low for 90 minutes, where do you go when the game is changing, when the players aren't reacting well, where do you go? You have backed yourself into a corner which you have no ability to get out of at that stage, okay? That's one of the key things, right? And it's a referee in a good performance, right, will go in, they will get a feel for the game. Maybe they're a little bit tougher at the beginning, those first five minutes. You set the, set the tempo. You want to make sure that they're not going to go into daft, going into daft challenges. But what you end up seeing in those moments then is you see that they will adapt. They will understand that you can loosen up a little bit. The players are going to react certain ways. But what we saw in that case then was a referee instead, who I think was refereeing the entire game, trying to go the entire 90 minutes as though you just had a mass confrontation and you were trying to rein things in. But the problem he had then is that when a mass confrontation does happen, he has nowhere to go. He is calling everything as tightly as he possibly can. The players aren't liking it. It was incredibly clear that once one team had taken a lead, that the other team was going to get incredibly frustrated with the way the game was being refereed. I, anyone watching could, quite frankly, work that one out. I don't think that takes any particularly specialist knowledge to work that one out. And so he backed himself into a corner. He didn't really have anywhere to go uh, but to keep giving those fouls, many of which were incredibly cheap, many of which are getting to a point whereby... It was causing frustration. It caused descent yellows. We saw that with Danny Trejo. Danny Trejo picking up a descent yellow. We saw Juan Guerra after the game. Very, very frustrated. Um, yeah, no, it's not good um, overall. I think to me, again, I don't think he impacted. Well, I'll get into the fact I didn't think it was a penalty. But from my angle on it, I don't think that he was in a good position to call it. I think it was mostly shoulder-to-shoulder -shoulder contact and in a, in a way that... I didn't feel rose to the level of reckless in this case since the yellow card came out. I didn't feel that it was a reckless charge. I agree. However, again, I agree with Brett here and I want to say this. While on the one hand, I believe in my mind, this shows that Eligio Aragon is not capable of putting in performances in tight games, in playoff games, and I don't want to see him given those games. That's not the reason Phoenix Rising ultimately lost tonight. Phoenix Rising lost tonight because it just wasn't good enough. Two shots on target. You aren't going to win games against rivals. You aren't going to pick up the points that you need. And ultimately, you make your own bed, right? You make your own bed. Adigal is saying it was a pen. I don't know. Again, I haven't seen a replay yet. My impression in real time, I felt that it was incredibly harsh. My, my opinion definitely was, certainly was not a yellow. I, I see why he called it. I, I think it cleaned his claw. I think it clobbered the hell out of it. Mm. To, we, might dis we, we, might, we might agree to disagree, and, that, and that's okay. I mean, listen, regardless... The, the point is this. I'm seeing every, I'm seeing people in the chat, right, Sarah? So New Mexico go lower and lower and lower. Listen, if you're talking about lower, about New Mexico, they were, when, when games were played, when we had kickoff, they were what? I believe they were 10th in the table. You lost at home. Your A-match on being streak is gone. Again, the only two times you have lost at Phoenix Rising Stadium this year, Las Vegas, 
which was a crap game, and down a man for 80-plus minutes to San Antonio. And now it's three times to a New Mexico team that if you can't get up for this game with everything else on the line, with this team, knowing that you just want to beat the heck out of them and win this match, knowing everything that's happened this season, last season, everything, and you can't get up for it, I don't know what to tell you. I, I got I got I got nothing for you. Who would ever Steven in this chat getting likes from <laughs> Oh no, no. All right. Well <laughs> congratulations. When you out yourself in your burner account, that's not a good time. No one heard that, but that's Nobody Reese's did. burner, apparently. <laughs> yeah, okay. All that's right. not yeah, the thing Comments about burner the... is you don't tell people. He's young, he's young, he's young, he's young, he'll learn. He's he's getting just getting started in the Look, industry. You I keep feel and I understand here what Digal is saying in terms of he took him out because he did take him out, but again. You gotta bear in mind that there are many factors that go into what is yeah. a fair charge and what's an unfair charge. And the fact that a guy ultimately goes down, the fact that there is a good amount of force used doesn't inherently make it an unfair charge. Again, I haven't seen a replay, so I'm not gonna dwell on that one too long, okay? I will admit that I, I can't give you a perfect answer on that, because again, I haven't seen it back, but in real time, I thought it was harsh. Fair, fair. We'll know it. We However, again, though, I will say that Stenberg should have been smarter again because in that moment, you've seen the kind of ticky-tacky stuff that he's calling all game, giving him an excuse to to call a, a a penalty in that kind of scenario. You probably should know better. Yeah, I mean, I think like right as you're kind of seeing this game devolve, uh, you know, it was interesting. We were we were on the on the sideline, probably, and we probably kind of plant ourselves there around 70th minute or so when Ray rising are down. They're searching for that goal, and you just see. I mean, especially Darius Formella on when he switched sh uh, shifted on that on that right hand side, you just hear the the vitriol and just the animosity coming out, and it's not it's not yes they're frustrated that they're down a goal, I and mean, then soon after that point two goals, it's it really is the fact that like to your point, the officiating crew again, it's not saying that they are solely responsible or anything like that for Rising's loss, not going. I ahead. wouldn't say they're responsible at all, to be right, perfectly frank. Right. I think that Rising yes. lost their own heads themselves. Yes, but to your point, it gives such a low margin for error to then when you know the time racing is happening, certainly after their goal down, certainly after their two goals down, you just see that like you can't do anything as a player. They can give yellows, but then I mean, there was one point the New Mexico keeper shifted the ball on a goal kick with like in the 85th minute, shifted the ball to one side, gets a yellow, shifted it back towards the other side, and in theory, well, it should be a second yellow getting it for the same but thing. You, no, you're, you're not. not gonna, you're not going to get. You're one. never going to get. You're that. not going to get. No, that the same issue. One. The That's issue the there. The issue there is that the referee needed to interject himself earlier in that exactly. position. It happened many times later in the game. Quite frankly, you're at a point whereby you know again you're going to. Call a game so ticky-tacky like he did, right? you got to be in quicker to recognize things like time-wasting in those moments. You give a verbal warning the first time, the second time the yellow can come out. Okay? It's not hard. It was clear that a pattern was developing. We knew the pattern was developing. And that does, by and large, not kind of shut it down because the next time he gets a set piece, you give him the second verbal warning, and it's like, look, you've got to be clear here. If this happens again, it's going to come out again. Um, but, again, it, it just... And, and BJ's right here again. You tell the ref if referee tells him five times, right? That's too many times, okay? Great. A verbal warning happens once once it happens again. On something like that, a verbal warning should happen once and the second time should be a card, right? It's it's not that difficult. Bro, Devin, I'll bro trying to be Jordan Pickford. <laughs> um, yeah, man. Uh, listen, after a match like that, um, again, no, no good way to do these things, man. Taking OGs if uh, you guys partake. If you're 21 years old, just do enjoy responsibly. Again, race dog. 
88 early in the chat was doing so helps you out. Uh, man, I could absolutely use one right now. Their minis are back on the shelves for those of you who are kind of curious. Really good time, uh, especially the Indica, the Indica, Indica creams. That's going to hit like money. Uh, I'm like rising. Did not hit like money tonight. Uh, I did not bet on this game, by the way. Did not bet. Uh, and, both well our, and both our predictions were, were bad. 3-1. You said 3-1. I said 2-1. It was 2-1. Strong teams. Um, yeah, man. Anyway, check out uh, OGs. They always get it right. Every single time you find them at ogsbrands.com, find them at a dispensary near you or on Instagram and all socials at ogsbrands. Check them out again, must be 20 years or older to enjoy responsibly. Also, uh, shout out our friends at Circle K, pair pretty well with a nice OGs. Uh, I'm parched, honestly, I'm kind of hangry. Uh, and I just need something to pick me up after this game. Uh, I am low in the tank, actually, literally and figuratively. I do need to fill up. I'm going to Circle K. I'm using the Inner Circle program. Again, your first five fill-ups, 25 cents off a gallon. Beautiful part is, even after you're done with those first five fill-ups, as an Inner Circle member, which is free to download through the Circle K app, you get three cents off a gallon every single time. They get tons of free rewards. You get free Polar Pops upon signing up. Fantastic time. Again, shout out Circle K. Um, join, download their Inner Circle program for free. Do it through the Circle K app. All you need is a phone number. Super, super easy. Um, you know, and kind of, I know this is something that we're absolutely going to get into a little bit further, uh, probably into the week, but I can't help but maybe do a little bit why, of... Why, by the way, why is Wayne Rooney and David Beckham both talking to each other on our chat? I just... Gosh. Uh, Wayne, right. Wayne really did did just leave DC United, so maybe there's a, something there. I don't know. Um, anyway, uh, I know this might be a little bit of a revisionist history, but <sighs> this a, you know, this a match on Bean Street, a lot of draws in there, especially as of recently. And I think there were certainly some good performances early on with it. And... You know, it kind of just sucks where we're at now because you look at a lot of those draws very much. If you have any sort of authentic thrust, you turn one of those into a win. First off, we're in a very different spot from a home playoff standpoint, but also you kind of now see, oh no, Rising has been doing somewhat decently defensively over these last couple of matches, but you're now starting to see, this is like what the third or so game in a row where it's just a lack of offensive creativity and you now got to think, yeah, we've had that eight match on bean streak, but this might be something a little bit deeper. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, look, right? It's one of those things where you can say, yeah, well, this team has got a lot of high scorers, right? And Juan yeah. did say that in the post-game interviews, right? He did make the, the comments there about how, um, you know, you, you look at it, how many teams in, in leagues around the world do you get to see that have multiple players who are both battling out for the golden boot, right? And it's true, it's true. But clearly, it feels in a to a degree as though people are not in form right now. Yeah. And um, look, it's not ideal. It's not ideal at all. Um, it's just, yeah, I, I don't know. Something needs to to be worked out around that one, right? It's not a good time to be getting into a little bit of a funk on on things like that. Okay, you can't risk that. You can't risk the fact that you're going into to playoff games and unable to to really get yeah. things going. So I don't know, man. I, I'm. Look, uh, I, I, I think, I think, I think the tough, I think the thing that I rationalize myself to kind of think over these last couple of games where the offense was not going is right again. Defense for the most part, pretty solid. And again, we have been saying this while we would love them to play the free flowing style that they really kind of hit off, and we're doing so at a pretty consistent rate. When it comes playoff time, you don't give a damn how you win. You win. 
And if you can do that by limiting offensive opposition, as ugly as it might be, if you can't score, but so can, if the other team can't either, you go into nil-nil, you hope for penalties. While I'm not saying that's the strategy, at least there is a path forward with how Rising's doing that. However, now that you kind of look at this game, and I'm not saying throw out the window, I'm not saying it's massive reason to panic. It does, though, bring to light that if this is how these games are going to play, where there's like, cool, man, we're going to wait until the 80th plus minute to really get anything offensively going and really threaten. These playoff times, it may not bounce your right way. And a lot of the times during these last couple of matches in the unbeaten streak, Rising has been able to get the ball bouncing your way. Playoffs, man, it's not always going to happen. And you may not like what happens. No, no, you may not. Look, it's not it's not ideal. Um, I think that there was a, a lot of things that still need to be honest, a little bit of fix in there from Rising's yeah. perspective, okay? We've seen plenty of times, I think, this season where we thought, okay, the team isn't as bad as there were worries that they, maybe they'd be a little bit of a struggle, right? I just... Uh, it's, it's rough, right? I, I just pulled up, like, just out of pure intrigue in. Amo Traore, right, is one of the guys who has lost the ball the most, really, of any player yeah. um, on the team. If I'm looking at things like where his passes are poor or where he's losing tackles, where he's had unsuccessful dribbles. I can count one, two, three, four, five, six times, realistically, that from a position in his own half, yeah. he has managed to give the ball away. One of them a really, really poor um, moment. There's a couple of options down the, the left-hand side, right? Two right by the halfway line as well, just in the opposition half, where he does the same. Another one just a tiny bit further up. And then there's a couple of opportunities further up there again, which it's... I get it, but it's not ideal. I mean, I... I I, I do understand some of the um, concern around Darius Formella, right? I mean, Darius yeah. Formella, though, and I mean, in terms of how he integrates with the others sure. as well, at least Formella's giving the ball away up, up the field, right? Like, it's, I don't know. I'm, I'm just, as you watch moments like that, it was just sloppy. It was just, again, it's something that I think any other game, as frustrating as this result is, yep. In the context of the season, right? And we need to not lose sight of the fact that we've got to consider, of course, the context of the season as well, yep. right? We've got to not lose sight of the fact, again, that ultimately our expectations for this team, I have said it all along, I expected this team to make the playoffs. That was the the challenge in my mind. That was the the goal that this team had to meet. Yep. Um, again, it's a team that is in a rebuilding phase. They are rebuilding from what was a, an awful season last year, but they're rebuilding, right? We've got to bear that one in mind. So... I think it was anyone else, anybody else, as a as a team, right, that you lost to in this fashion, you'd get over it quicker. It's the fact that it's New Mexico. Yeah. It's the fact that it's New Mexico. And again, this game, I don't care what people want to say on social media. I don't care about this. They're not a real rivalry kind of nonsense. Okay? Humble yourselves a little bit. You lost today. Second time this season, losing a cup game as well, of course, to this team. Okay? Yeah, in the past, been a struggle. More importantly, I don't think that this team, New Mexico team, is particularly good. No, I know Juan talked them up a bit in midweek, as you'd expect him to do. He's not going to tell you that the opponent are poor. I don't think they're very good. I think they're going to be very lucky now. That they're probably going to find their way in the playoffs, but I don't think they fundamentally are a, a serious team in these playoffs. Yeah. Um, I think they'll be very much one and done. Um, 
And again, I understand people here with the goals, a home playoff game. But again, with just the sheer amount of turnover, I think we also have to be realistic, right? This team is very close to a home playoff yeah. game. They won't get one now. We know mathematically they can't do so. Um, but it's just not... Again, any other, any other team you're playing against, I think you'd be more forgiving. Just remember in the context yeah. of the season, the thing that's frustrating tonight is, again... <laughs> Well said, Eric. Out, Eric. We're, well Eric, said, Eric. In well, the chat, we, we well love it. We said. love it. We love it. Well Bandidos, of course, did show up with that one. Uh, certain banner with a message that he may have left in the chat there uh, about a certain state to the. It's almost East. like uh, we but, know who who uh, created it. Yeah. 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 But look, it, it's again, it's frustrating. It's understandable, though. It's of course frustrating. Um, I mean, you, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, and and shout out as well, actually, yeah. to again us. That lucky Reese is working. That, that's the one right I was going to pull. Please go for it. My guy up here uh, mentioning earlier up in the chat mentioning with Darius Panos Trejo and Manuel Pitch in last two matches, rising and produced 0.594 xg with two shots uh, on target, seven total and zero goals. Unfortunately, you're right. It's not working. Those four aren't working together right now. And I think Juan needs to reevaluate that. I understand, again, a desire to get them all on the field. I wanted to see Darius form out like that more minutes. I think that he'd shown he deserved it. But clearly, in this kind of form, it's not working. They need to rethink this. It's not working. Yeah. I mean, I think, uh, right, what was... Uh... Goodness gracious. The, yeah, the match where they had all four of them out before, clearly, right, was that a one-off? Was that something that was not sustainable? But we kind of both... It's a, look, it's a kitchen sink tactic, it, it was. feels, right? It is. If you tell me that he's going to make that move with 10 minutes to play, knowing we've just got to chuck anyone who might get that ball in the back of the Fair. net, chuck them all Fair. out there on the pitch because we're chasing a game. Do that it. happened the last 10 minutes tonight. Do I'd it. have understood it. But it's not working from the start. It's of these not games. working from the start. And we need to seriously, I think, see a little bit of rethink on that one. I think again, yeah. it's one of those things whereby I understand we often get into these conversations with Juan, and I understand sometimes he gets a little bit defensive over the look. We, we, we. It's not the time to change, right? And I understand what he means by that in terms of the big picture, right? No one's asking this team to abandon its uh, philosophies. No sure. one's asking this team to uh, suddenly become a. Uh, for want of a better phrase, kind of like a Brexit ball football, you know, like we, we, we all get that reference, right? Where you just got a team that's like yeah. San Antonio in it, right? Just lump it up there, San lump San it up there and chase and see what you get. Right. Yeah. We don't expect to see the team change like that, but okay. clearly some things aren't working these past couple of weeks and there needs to be some consideration to how that's going to be fixed. Yeah. You know, I mean, I think it's right. It's a, uh... It's something where, right, again, I agree, Darius should be getting more minutes, but I, I think we've kind of, if we didn't see the last time they did it, I I really would hope that this is like, okay, this this shows, this is not something that should work from the start. Um, could use some more beef in the midfield, uh, kind of sizing up there where I think the last couple of matches, we've been a little tough. Also, right, BJ saying Formella doesn't have the pace for where he's playing. I think it's just different, right? He's a, he's a type of player where he's not that type of burning speed kind of guy. I think also with Form Formella, while he has some decent deliveries at times, it's very much, he's a right-footed player and he's not going to really use his left when he's on that left, left-hand side, right, left-hand side, right-hand side. Left-hand side, yep. that, that was tough for a second. Left-hand side, he's going to cut back on his right, and that could be advantageous. But when that's really the bulk of what you do, you know, there, there's ways to be predictable about that. So it's not, it's, it's not, it's, yeah, it's an exit. It's not just a, it's not just an easy player swap. This team has to take a good look. And again, it's not a wholesale change and start hoofing it up. 
but you do, you can't just keep doing the same thing in recent games that has not produced the offense and expect something different to change. Cause it's not like they were a pass away or they were, Oh, one amazing miraculous keeper save away from getting a goal. It's been pretty dire. The last couple matches. One thing that I will pick up on Juan for mm -hmm. here. Mm -hmm. One thing that he did say, talk to the people. And I don't personally agree with him hmm. on this one. Mm -hmm. He felt the team didn't deserve to lose today. I understand going to bat for your team. They didn't do enough to get a result from this game tonight. For me, I understand that you can say they're like, yeah, Trey. I mean, Mikey there with the, the comment, if Trey Hope buries that early chance, uh, the game takes on an entirely different look. You're right, does. right? And that's kind of the way that Juan tried going down this one was like, look, we had a few of those chances. If Trey Hope, if Dan Alva, those early chances, if they end up doing something with those, then you're in a completely different game. Yeah, I understand that. But I still don't think that overall this team did enough. Yeah. I just don't, right? We can point to those two chances or so, right? But if that's all you're getting, that's tough. Way but there to was also down. very that's little tough. else. That's a tough so way to live, else. man. That's very no, dire. Uh, no. That's uh that's you're living you're living on the edge on that one. Um yeah, something uh again, five shots. I'm sorry, that tells you everything. That tells you all you need to know. It's not enough. Not enough. Not enough. Not enough. Five. If I can count him on one hand. Not good enough. Yeah, something that... The D-backs scored more runs in the first inning today than Rising had shots. Oh, gosh. Don't... That's your perspective. Oh, gosh. That's uh, that's that's a cross-sports uh, conundrum right there. Um, Something that is more than enough and can help you wash this down smoothly. It's Four Peaks. Don't have a Four Peaks on me. Really wish I did. Uh, I drank a... Uh, actually, uh, hit a little, a little mill lab. I had Oktoberfest. You had a wow. It was nice. Yeah, I might need another. Yeah, might need another one. Shout out Four Peaks. They got all the delicious brews. As you guys know, uh, sip on one right now. Really could, really could help. Uh, help ease. Well, I, I'm not a doctor. I'm not gonna say it's gonna help ease the loss. He is but it not sure a help, doctor. It sure helps. Do me. not take this man's medical advice. It's fair. I'm not gonna take his beer at suggestions because right now they're very good. Carry on. Appreciate that. Yes, uh, check out Four Peaks at Four Peaks Brewery and at Four Peaks Pub on Instagram. Keep up the latest and greatest going on in Arizona's hometown brewery. Again, whether it's the Kill Lifter, the Wows, the Hazies, everything going on. They're releasing new beers. They got the Pumpkin Porter. Uh, they always have seasonal stuff. Their Advent Box, Shirley's around the corner, all that stuff. Check out Four Peaks. Oh, to, uh, to keep up with everything going on there. Again, it must be 20 years or older to enjoy it responsibly. Can't get a nice big sigh there. That was a big sigh, man. That was like mid mid read. You know that you know something's up if if I'm sighing mid read. Uh shout out our friends of Valley Taproom, though. Um, not a lot of sighs going on there because it's always fun. It's trivia. It's uh it's beer or beer slushies. Wow, it's wine slushies, it's a little patio action. Um, you know, we've had we, we you know, I will say this. There's not it's not really a silver lining. Uh, by any means, and this actually has nothing to do with the game, so I don't even know why I'm prefacing with this. But it was really nice hanging out with fans before the game, during the tailgate, hanging with banditos, and a lot of people were asking, "Hey, are we going to be doing, um, you know, at some point when the season when the season's over, wanting to do like a hangout, grab some beers and all that stuff?" We'd we'll love that. It. We'll and, do and, it. And you we'll know, I think it. I think the Valley Tap Room would be a really fantastic place. So we'll get something going. But we uh, well, we're hoping that that's not done. anytime soon. That's no, 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 no. In an ideal world, we'll be doing it in, uh, say, late November. Sounds nice. And maybe we'll have to ask a certain uh, certain group of people if they can bring along some silverware. But of course. Nice. <laughs> it's yeah. not if they play like tonight. That's fair enough. But... <laughs> yeah, it's fair enough. But yeah, check out our friends at Valley. No one here if they check... play like tonight. Check out our friends at Valley Taproom on Instagram, at Valley Taproom. And of course, check them out in person off of 202 and Gilbert. Also, shout out Hendrick. I saw Hendrick today out there. You did. You, you didn't buy him a root beer. 
I, I did not uh I did not see him myself. Mm. Yeah. Next yeah. time. Next time. Yeah. Next time. Uh but he well, will buy beers at Valley I will buy so. I will buy beers at Valley Tapper and four peaks beer at Valley Tapper. Um, when you're ready to say cheers, don't forget Max is buying beers. Yes, producer, it's back. Producer, producer Emma with the stray out of absolutely nowhere. Thank I, you, Emma. I Thank not, you. I did not Thank think, you, Emma. I, I thought that I hadn't heard that in a while. I thought that uh, I didn't even know she was like, she was like helping with D-back stuff. And I know she's done, but like the lady's doing everything. She, just, she, she was starting to help produce our show in like the Emma car on the Tucson. way up. She was in Tucson today. My gosh. Yeah. Oh gosh. Well, thank you for the stray, Emma. I really uh, appreciate that. Um, shall we go around the USL? And this one's gonna be a little painful. Yeah, it's gonna be painful. But I'm gonna read the score lines out from across the league. Every score from today. Let's go. Charleston Battery one, Miami FC two, Lounge United nil, Detroit City three, Loose City one, Hartford Athletic one, Tampa Bay Rowdies nil, Pittsburgh Riverhounds two, RGV two, Sacramento Republic three. Without results, Sacramento Republic clinches top spot in the West. Yeah, you want a freaking medal? Yeah, no. Uh, Memphis 901, four. El Paso Locomotive, nil. Yeah, that's just bad. FC Tulsa, one. Indy 11, two. Uh-huh. Orange County, one. San Antonio, nil. Gosh darn it, San Antonio. You could have helped. I mean, it didn't even matter, but you could have freaking tried. Yeah, San Down a man. Down a man. OC was down a man. It actually could have mattered. I know. Um, Rising could have taking them with a win if Orange County then lost the week after. Um, San Diego f- Loyal 4, Oakland Roots 2, Las Vegas Lights 2, Colorado Springs Switchbacks 3, and then, of course, Phoenix Rising 1, New Mexico United 2. The, the, uh, the, one the, game tomorrow, by the yeah, way, Birmingham Legion taking on Monterey Bay FC. The cliff notes essentially means that, again, if you were, so, if you, if you were following today, you wanted Rising to win, you wanted all three the teams above us to lose. Loyal, Switchbacks, OC. Guess what? Nothing happened. So literally here's, everyone won. Here's what's gonna happen, right? No, Phoenix know. Rising. Uh, so Sacramento Republic has clinched top spot in the West. Two, they are on sixty-one points. Two through six, six is points key. clear. Two through, two six through is key. four. Two through four right now is all in flux. One point separate all of these teams. You have San Antonio FC in the driving seat. They're in second place. They are on fifty-five points. Orange County currently sit on fifty-four. As do San Diego. Orange County have the tiebreak over San Diego and San Diego alone in this case yep. because. When they came up against San Diego Loyal, they each traded a win each, but Orange County won one of those games by one goal more than San Diego won in the other one. Yeah. Um, so those are the top four. That's guaranteed. The home playoff games for those teams will be played on those particular days. Hopefully that means that we'll find out very soon what dates games are likely to be because yeah. teams, of course, will be keen to start selling tickets for those games. Um, I'm hearing some rumors about one of them maybe being on a Sunday. Uh, we'll see what happens there. Colorado Springs switchbacks are currently in fifth. They are on 50 points. Rising will be taking them on next weekend at uh, in downtown Colorado Springs. Uh, if Rising win that game against Colorado Springs, they will overtake them and sit, finish the season in fifth place. If they do not win that game, Phoenix Rising will end the season in sixth yep. place, meaning they will take on the team in third. Now, the question in that case, and this is a real question now, would you rather finish in fifth or sixth right now? Because there's so little between two, three, and four, but if you end up playing the team in four, if you end up know. playing the team in four and you win that game, you then have to play presumably Sacramento Republic with a one seed. Well, okay? uh, whereas if gosh, you play the yeah. team, if you finish in sixth and play the team in third, you're more likely playing maybe San Antonio, who are probably a, a more beatable, or San Antonio or Orange County or San Diego Loyal again in the next round, which uh, is a more beatable team in some ways. Yeah, it, uh, meanwhile, yeah. as you look now at the battle for the final playoff places, it is tight. But effectively tonight, um, officially no, but. No, they are. Um, they are. They are eliminated. RGVFC will not be 
going to the playoffs. They are on 40 points, three behind New Mexico. Despite what people are going to say about, well, they technically could finish on the same points. Yeah, they could. But RGV are three wins behind them. And because the head-to-head was two draws, that means that they would have to suddenly win three games in one to even draw level with New Mexico. That's not going to happen. RGV will be staying at home this postseason. But it does mean seventh, El Paso 44, New Mexico on eighth at the moment tonight. They get themselves back in the playoffs. They're on 43. Oakland Roots, as people are bashing the ceiling in apparently, on 42 in ninth place. People continue to bash the ceiling in. And Monterey Bay in tenth on 41 points. It's going to be a very interesting ending to this season uh, as you look at things. In fact, Oakland and El Paso playing each other. Gosh, that's good shit. New Mexico will face Memphis. That's not an easy game. And Monterey Bay facing actually with two games to play here. They've got a game in hand. They've got Birmingham Legion and because of course they're playing tomorrow. Um, And they've got Orange County. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. So again, again, to very briefly summarize again what Owen went over. Rising, they can only finish in one of two places. They're either going to finish fifth or going to finish sixth. The only way they finish fifth is if they beat Colorado Springs. There's no ifs, ands, or buts. That's the only way. If anything happens, a draw, a loss, they, they will, will finish, finish sixth. sixth. And again, regardless whether they finish fifth or sixth, there are only three possible teams that they could play. It's San Antonio. It's Orange County or it's San Diego Loyal. And they will all be on the road. Yes, no all going to be on the road. Those three teams. San California Ant- or Texas. San Antonio, Orange County, and San Diego Loyal all have very different opponents. Obviously, they're not all playing very different different. opponent. San Antonio is going to be playing Indy 11. Indy 11 has already clinched their playoff spot. Orange County will be playing Monterey Bay. They are fighting for their lives in their last game. Again, Monterey Bay does and have San Diego Loyal will be playing the mighty mm. Las Vegas Lights. Who is already Las Vegas ballpark? Who, not in, who uh, is Cashman. who is already mathematically eliminated? Again, anything can happen, but um, it's it's gonna be weird because uh, the game against Colorado Springs is it meaningful? Yes. Do we know we're gonna play? No. Can anything happen? Yes. Does it all matter? Probably not. I don't know. We can talk about who you're playing Max the one seed or the two seed or anything like that, but. Land the all play. that matters is the next match, Ed, and we take it one game at a time. We flush this one. We remember it because it sucks, but uh, we move on. Appreciate everyone joining us. We're going to get the heck out of here. You can follow us on Twitter at phnx underscore underscore rising because... Uh, double the no, we don't do this one today. No. Double the goals conceded. Um, uh, double the weeks on the road. Gosh. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Max David Simpson. Follow this guy on Twitter at OJ Evans 18. You can follow Reese on Twitter, Reese 11 underscore. Uh, I'm just going to stand here with my arms folded as he finishes up. Of course, understandable. Um, really great for those who are listening on audio. Um, you should do the rant about how Reese used to have two underscores, all that stuff. I'm going to save it. He did a good job. Stat lacking today. Um, shout out producer Emma again. I know you're listening, but uh, thank you for doing that. You've been traveling everywhere, and that's the only nice thing I'm going to say for you today. No, I'm just kidding. I got more. Uh, anyway, everyone, really appreciate you guys joining us. These post-game shows, we haven't had to do one quite like this in a while. It sucks. It's a clunker. but it's possibly as well, by the way, our last one from uh, from Washington this season. Oh, man, that's actually... Very just, plausibly. I mean, it's, it's, um, it seems very likely. Given yeah. the, the seeding situations, oh, even looking in theory, if Rising was to, by some miracle, get the distance of the final, they'd likely be away looking at how teams in the East are shaping up. Yeah. It's um, our last one from here in yeah. beautiful... 
38 from Washington. Yeah. Appreciate you guys. Uh, we'll be back on Tuesday, 6 p.m. The little show and we'll gear up towards Colorado Springs. But till then, have a great rest of your weekend. It's a beautiful game, but it's way more beautiful when this game never freaking happened. Good night.